0: Hey y'all, I'm
1: Sarai, and I play the ever young and naive Mateus Valenciano. Mateus, with this almost life or death feeling, she's only had one other time before, yells out, fuck! fuck. And an immense amount of, basically this, like, this blast, it kind of feels like, ripples through the ground. You know magic, eh? Yeah?
0: What? I've never had a magical bone in my body.
1: Filoni! You...
0: Oh, get over here! You... But it's not fair to everybody else.
1: It's not fair that I've had to run away and have no money for myself.
0: Which is why it's okay that you're taking it, but you got to remember everybody else, too.
1: Your actions will be met with extreme prejudice. Glasses being shattered in every direction. You get launched through the window, and you try to get up, and then all of a sudden you notice that you can't because there's a pain in your left leg. Ugh! Hello, and welcome to Roll Call, where the listeners get to listen behind the veil. Um, I'm here with Mateus Valenciano, i.e. Sarai.
0: Hello, everyone!
1: <laughs> We're going to talk about our character and a couple of other things that uh, might be of interest, Might she might know, all that sort of stuff. So yeah, uh, Sarai, uh, take it away a little bit. Maybe give us a little intro about yourself if you want, or we can just go straight into the questions. It's up to you.
0: Well, I play Matias Valenciano, and this is probably my first major campaign ever, so I tried to keep things simple with my character. Mm -hmm. Matias is an idiot. She's a young child. Not really young, I guess. She's a teen, but she doesn't know a lot about the world. She's had a very sheltered life. She's had a very loving family with strict... er, kind of rules kind of things. So, this is her first time really getting out into the world. She's also a sorcerer, which is really cool cuz I think magic is a cool concept. And uh I don't know. She wasn't she didn't know she was a sorcerer in her first life. Like she didn't have any like magic at all. Mm. <laughs> While she was living her first normal life, that's like an Asakikai, basically. She was
1: reborn <laughs> with powers. So, yeah. Um, basically, a little bit of a, a backstory, or not backstory, but like a backstory to the whole campaign, really. All the characters have previously died. Um, they've all died mm-hmm. at different times in their lives um, or different times in the campaign's history. And Sarai is one of the younger characters, Uh, Matea, sorry, um, is one of our younger characters within the campaign. Um, Like you said, she's a sorcerer, Um, and while at this early stage right now, there are a little bit of things that uh, her character does go through, uh, some trials, tribulations, and uh, things to talk about with other campaign managers, there's not a lot she knows about her backstory, which is fine, because we're here to flesh her out a little bit more anyway, and this fleshing her out will be... Based on questions that, you know, she gets to roll. I heard that she did get to use or she did buy some new dice today. So I think she'll be rolling with these um, as we go through these
0: questions. What type of dice did you buy? I bought these really cool metal dice at um, C2E2. So if anyone went, I probably didn't know who you were, but <laughs> I'm glad we had fun together.
1: What's C2E2? <laughs> For the people who don't know what that is, i.e. that was me until I looked it up.
0: (laughs) It's the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo. Mm. have a lot of cool fun. A lot of um, RPG games and uh, anime and manga and comics. And yeah, it's fun. Is this your first set of metal dice? Yes, it is. I have two sets of plastic dice, which are really pretty as well. But uh, this is my first set of metal dice, and I am really excited
1: to have them. Ah! Yeah, yeah, I have my first set of metal dice. I bought that, I think, last year. And then the three plastic ones that I use currently, um, I've used kind of for, since the beginning of this campaign, I really got them. So yeah, my metal dice are uh, black and gold. I think yours looked like to be white and blue.
0: They have a rainbow effect. I be, believe they're called the Yagrizel die by Norse Foundry. Hashtag Norse Foundry. They make some really great dye. Uh, there was these other more expensive ones that I kind of yep. wanted, but I just couldn't afford. Uh, they had like um, they were like cage dye, so like they had the metal framework of the dice, and inside it had like a more miniature version with the numbers inside. Oh, that's really cool. That was dope. really cool, but like I couldn't, I couldn't justify. Yeah, having hundred and fifty dollars worth for a set of die, but these I ones would. are just as cool because they have, they're like iridescent.
1: Hmm. I like it. It looks really nice from what I can see on the camera. So yeah, should we uh, get rolling? Yeah. All right. So. With this first set of questions, uh, we're probably going to do like two rolls per question. I don't really know how long this might take. It's just like the first one of this format, not the first one of Roll Call. Um, Check out our first video with Dizzy Dreadwood, um, our resident druid. No, he's a ranger. What did I say druid for? Our resident ranger, Dizzy Dreadwood. And then also while you're at that, might as well just check out the rest of the campaign. You
0: forgot who Dizzy was, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I know his character. I play with him. But I did um, forget that he was a ranger and not a druid. Yeah. <laughs> Only as um, a druid. Surprisingly, a druid.
1: yeah, I'm surprised he picked <laughs> ranger. Honestly, I thought he was going to pick a fighter or uh, a what's it called? Or a druid. But he didn't. He picked a ranger. And I was like, hey, bro, that's on you. That's your character. I'm not going to pick that for you. So, yeah, let's get <laughs> to rolling, though. Um, so, take out a D4 for me real quick.
0: Okay. D4.
1: Dude. What is your character's favorite color, and what's your favorite color? Are they the same, or are they different, and why?
0: My favorite color is red. Oh. So, just like a, like a general bright red.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Like the plaid plaid shirt that she's wearing. My favorite color. I have two favorite colors. I like navy blue. Okay. And I like forest green. Those are my favorite colors.
1: So, why is red? Is it like a memory maybe attached to that color or anything like that, or is it just like a oh I like red. It just looks nice. Like because I'm I'm like that. To be honest, I you like, like attaching black. sentiment. Yeah, like, I don't have like any sentiment to like the colors I wear. I just like, oh, I like black. I think it looks good on me. That's why I only wear black, not because I'm like That's goth pretty. or anything. Just <laughs> also, I've gotten I compliments on it.
0: So. I don't know. I guess I didn't really choose a reason. I thought red would just look really good on because her yeah. skin tone is a shade or two darker than mine, and I know red looks good.
1: Red looks good with it, yeah. Cool. So let's take out that D4 again and roll it one more time.
0: Okay. A3.
1: A3. Oh, this is actually a good one for the DM especially, i.e. me, so that Uh I can figure out things to do. So when your character is bored, what do they like to do? And this can be something in the past, or this could be something right now in the present during the
0: campaign. In my mind, she's a fidgeter. So least she'll fidget with almost anything to distract herself or her mind mentally. Whether that's like, I imagine she doesn't have anything like a fidget toy with her right yeah. now. I'm assuming she just takes a twig and twirls it between her fingers. Right now, her mind is kind of a mess because she. There's a lot of herself that she didn't know right now so she, that she's trying to figure out. I think that she'd be trying to think really hard in her times of, like, freedom where we're not, like, stressed and, like, running from things. Uh, <laughs> um, how to use her magic. Okay. Because that's the thing that she should have learned in school. She clearly didn't because she didn't know she had it.
1: Well, I mean, as we all remember, it seems like you weren't able to take that advanced magical placement exam Partly because you got taken out before you could take it. Um,
0: I assume those exams were kind of like the Explorer test and like the, what is that, the ACT and the, yeah. um, the other test that you take before the ACT to determine your level of like education and where you're supposed to be in life and like what your, what your skill set is better at for like, for like certain jobs and whatnot. I'm assuming it's like that, and so you take one at, like, eighth grade, and you take one at freshman year, and you take one at junior or senior year. hmm Yeah, she got a zero on magic for those tests. So
1: you are a, wow, that is, wait, are you drinking? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, you can drink, that's fine, I don't care. <laughs> okay.
0: um. I was like, who's this is supposed to be? <laughs>
1: i just wasn't wasn't expecting that to be honest i was just like oh cool yeah whatever like we're doing stuff we're talking and i thought um i thought it was like a soju bottle or not soju but uh what's the korean
0: beer it's pretty close it's sake oh Oh,
1: okay well i wasn't really that far off yeah you're right um but yeah i was just thinking like oh yeah i should probably be just drinking water and then i saw like the the cup i mean i'm uh,
0: also drinking water Hey, you gotta stay hydrated. Yeah, you got. You gotta stay hydrated. Nice. I got a hangover once, and that was enough for me.
1: Oh wow! Yeah, trust me. Don't get hangovers very often. Um, yeah. So, like you were saying, you took your uh, or Mateus probably took her first magical placement exam. It didn't really show that she was magically inclined. However, like you were saying, they take multiple throughout the year just for those like late bloomers or anything. Which totally. It seems like your character was. Mm-hmm. um could you think this magical inclination might not pop up or is now popping up through your earrings partially as something that was hidden away from your family
0: i think my grandmother knew she's no longer alive to tell me but in my thought process or in my meta process because i know more than what knows <laughs> um her grandmother knew that she was going to be magically inclined at some point, even tests be damned. I guess maybe I didn't tell you this, but I think her grandmother died pretty early on in her life. Mm-hmm. Probably when she was like elementary school years or something like that. Okay. So she gave her these earrings knowing that she wouldn't really be able to teach her granddaughter anything. To help her focus and... Uh, use her magic because it's her arcane focus tool and she just wears them because she loved her grandmother she doesn't really know what they are or why they glow whenever someone casts detect magic on them Mm, so it's like your grandma
1: from the grave helping you
0: yeah cool
1: well i think we should start moving on to our next set of questions so get out of d6 And uh, give me a roll. I think we're going to do maybe three, four of these. (laughs) It's a three. A three. Okay. So, does your character have any nicknames?
0: Mm. I think her brothers call her Maddie. Maddie? Yeah. But really only her brothers are, because her name's not really that hard to pronounce. Yeah? Yeah, it's more like, oh, little Maddie. The siblings do, yeah. I
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> when I was a kid, okay. So everyone knows, like early C audience know that my name is Sarai. It's not the most common name, but my brother would call me Chia. My brother is Ho- Jose, by the way. He's also playing in this campaign. He would call me Chia, and then the Chia pet commercials came on TV. I got made fun of so much. <laughs> but that's I cute. fair. That. <laughs> no, that like
1: great. I think that's really sweet. I don't have like siblings, so mm-hmm. you know, my nicknames came primarily from my mom, which we're not going to go into. Um but I don't know if we've said this on the podcast yet, but a a nickname that i've gotten from like esteban and then it's like tex (laughs) because for some reason i was like the first texas person he met Mm
0: -hmm. so he
1: just automatically assigned me that nickname of tex um which he then met four other people from texas (laughs) um and yeah so it just stuck actually on that one that's really sweet um chia it's nice and then you said maddie for Mateus.
0: Yeah. But I don't think she like advertises it. I think it's really more of just a sibling thing. Like Bellany would say it or um or his, her mom or dad or her other brother. I just, I
1: just forgot the other brother's <laughs> <like his> name.
0: <laughs> I
1: was not going to save you on Moses, that. Because...
0: I think that's the name we decided on. I forgot. I Wait, what did you say the name his was? Name. I think it's Moses. It's Moses. <laughs> Sure. Yeah,
1: it's Moses. Okay, um, that's canon now. So, like, no, I'm
0: pretty sure it is. You have notes. I do have notes. This wow. is my little this is my little notebook for D anD D, and it's that's got a
1: lovely character, character, D&D information information character notebook.
0: Character, it's got the deities in there, and who exactly is trying to do what? Well. I have session notes in here. They're not very like clear coherent
1: I'm okay with this but, like, uh, I'm just glad you're taking notes I'm not even gonna lie
0: to you, you know, my, my brain is a gutter it's like a mixture of leaves and sticks and rocks and it's, it doesn't retain things very well so I gotta write notes other otherwise I don't remember and half the time I don't remember important details like where we're going and that's why I write notes <laughs> I mean, I feel like
1: you're not the only one, obviously, because in I don't know, one of our previous sessions, I don't know if uh, our editor Ali, is going to keep that in. But um, were we asked, like, where the hell are we? Yeah, <laughs> y'all just flat out we're like, I don't know where we're going anymore. Um, at first, I was like, no, y'all should remember what the heck. And then I was like, no, I just threw like fifty different things at them, and I asked them to like role play with me, like. So, yeah, I would I'd probably be forgetful of this. And I'm the one who wrote it, so I honestly am going to remember, like, everything. Um, but, yeah, that's sweet. All
0: right, give me another roll. Is that a six, I think? Yeah, that's a six. Okay. my little six is like a, uh, oh. so I don't know what that is. is. That is it's strange. North, it's Norse of Origin, so I'm assuming that's what it is. It looks like a snowflake. For everyone who can't see.
1: I, I truly could Very tell strange
0: snowflake. That's my six. For my day six.
1: What inspired you to make this character? Did you base them off of anything in media?
0: No. Mateus wasn't really based on anything. The only thing that I wanted her to be because originally this was supposed to be a high school AU. Right? So yeah, I just just was. <laughs> it was supposed to be everyone was like high school-ish age and then died. So I just yeah. I just rolled with that. And um, for why she's so young and doesn't know anything, I think I kind of based that off a little bit on my childhood, actually. Hmm. I was a very naive child. I didn't know a lot. I didn't know a lot about social interactions or anything like that. I, like, the only thing that I wanted to do was make her kind. And she might swear at people like Bojan and stuff because she doesn't approve of their lifestyle, but in the end, she's not going to really judge. Like in her mind, at least she doesn't judge them for their, for their um, what's the word?
1: For their Their behavior. Their faults, yeah. Yeah,
0: she wants everyone to live. She wants everyone who dies in front of her to, to live. And I know that's not going to happen, but uh, she's naive in her thinking that, like, she you can save people. Like, like in our last session um, with who we were fighting, I was just like, we can bring them back. We'll just convince Siveth about it. That's That's her thinking. She's like, we can do anything possible to just make people live and have a good life. And not be sad.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Honestly, I was not expecting that. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> so something just popped up in my head. Um, because I don't know if this is a good description of me, but I guess I'm more of a, an antagonistic DM mm-hmm. when it comes to like monsters. As in, like, I will try to make my monsters or, like, my villains, like, very, like, terrible people. And they'll just be like, I don't care. <laughs> like, I'll I'll kill that baby over there. So, like, <laughs> hearing that, I want to see if I could possibly change Mateus. But that's not what I'm uh, searching for at all. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm trying to be a guy who's going to give you, like, a fun experience, not, like, Oh,
0: I'm just going to be a mean asshole the entire she time. She's going to jade don't... her. She's just going to be jaded for life. Nah. <laughs> I, I really thought she'd stay like that. I'm mean, like, I work in the medical field, mm-hmm. and like, sometimes I don't see people die, but I know my patients die sometimes. Uh, but I do my best every day to try to make people's lives better, and that's something I've instilled into my even though she's young and doesn't have any medical skills. <laughs> She'll just yeah. keep on pestering Bo about it, because <laughs> I know Bo can do something about it. Wow, <laughs> that really
1: changes my mindset on like potatoes. Yeah. So I thought she was just like, a, I'm a happy go lucky kid. I'm just gonna like, I'm like chilling. But you know, I'm not. Ah, it's whatever. I'm. I thought you were like, I don't know. This is me because for me, yeah, I think I'm putting my own personal beliefs mm-hmm. into like because I watch y'all play basically and i'm just like hmm, that's interesting i wouldn't do that at all <laughs> like like um i was talking to Priyanch or robert mm-hmm. about how i would basically make my character because we talk about D like 24 7 anyway and i'm i was like yeah i either pick a tiefling or a fire genasi and he was like nah dude you'd be a fire genasi you'd be a neutral one at best like true neutral <laughs> like You don't really, like, you care for laws and rules, but also if you need to break them, you'll definitely break them in a heartbeat. Like, there's no need to, like, try to categorize yourself as, like, a completely good or a completely bad person. You're just, like, yeah, you're just right dab in the middle. So hearing, like, what sounds like to me is, like, true good or um, at least somewhere in, like, lawful good area. I might be wrong. Yeah, alignments are weird and freaky like that.
0: I didn't from what it- I don't remember. It's what? good. I don't remember my alignment. It's good, I just don't remember what it is. I don't oh. think it's lawful. I think it's neutral. Yeah, you said lawful neutral? Uh, maybe. That middle left square, I think. Oh, you're doing
1: it by the, the little blocks. I don't think of it like that. I think of it like a Likert scale because I'm okay. a terrible person and... <laughs> whatnot and i have to do everything in a designy like manner um but yeah no i that's nice that you're like such a pure child in such a terrible world so far that i've put you in with people who don't mind killing folks for like no reason
0: she just knows that she's bound to these people because we were all together and given a mission and she can't really leave them even though she would much rather, like especially in that first episode when we found Bellany and made him live, yes, my family didn't die, yes. <laughs> um, I really just want. I really just wanted to leave the group at that point because I saw Bellany and I was like, "Fuck, I really just want to go home." That <laughs> was in my mind. That's what. That's what she was. The I just want to go home. And then like her thoughts are just like ah. Uh... I was given something important. <laughs> this is a hero's quest. I gotta keep going with these assholes. Go find yeah. the books and save the world. And uh, she's just thinking like the hero cycle story. That... And she would much rather be at home. <laughs> yeah i was I
1: was really worried about that initially uh, when we first started this, so I've already told you all this before, but I didn't like the listeners don't know this at all um what I was thinking of doing was giving y'all two options on like where to go when you like first came into the world, one of which would kind of like off ramp you into like meeting your family sooner, and the other one, which is the one y'all picked, was like straight into like we have to save the world part and like not? i was worried because once we got to the oh your dead bro- or your brother your brother's dying in front of you and we got him back and i was like oh man she's gonna want to stick with her brother and i have to figure out some way of doing this so i was just like she completely get wanted to stay with
0: her brother <laughs> she did not want to go she wanted to stay and i
1: think it would have been still a fun very fun campaign i think we would have had some stuff happened way earlier than what I have planned out in my head currently.
0: Mm-hmm. You would have had
1: at least one family member die. I'm not gonna lie to you. We'd, I'm taking one of those. I them, have sir.
0: expected that, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Someone's gonna die. And it'll like, be what? her character
0: growth. I mean,
1: yeah. It will really test if she's like jaded or if she'll become that jaded. If she becomes jaded or overcomes it or something like that. Like I said, it's just. Very interesting. Um okay. I think that was that three or two? I think that was two questions.
0: That was our first question with the six die.
1: It was? I thought it was the second one. Because the first one was what inspired you to make the oh, yeah, you're to make right. this character. So
0: okay. yeah, I can't retain information. <laughs> <laughs> we did None. two with the D four, two with the D six. You're right.
1: You're fine. I'm the DM. I'm supposed to be like keeping everything flowing perfectly, but I'm not. Um. So actually, that was our third question. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's get that D twelve out and try something.
0: Sweet. That is
1: sweet. Is this, yeah. Okay. I get confused on the die all the time. A uh, number 10 10 i think we've already talked about this a little bit but what really motivates your character is it money violence a creed uh a person
0: in the end because she doesn't know a lot about the world it's not really about like money or anything really physical in the end she just really wants to be with the people that she loves and she knows that this will help them if she can do something about world saving. In the end she want like in that first episode when she saw Bellamy she really just wanted to go home with him because he was alive. But like in her her thought process she's just thinking we I I know more at this point. I don't know a lot, but I know more about what's going on in the world as a whole and how we could fix it she does not know the details about like war or anything like that but she knows that if I do this this will definitely better the life around me and that's why she's she's going it's, it's more of like she's doing it for her family mostly she she really loves her family and I love my family too and I love the pe- I love the people who I consider my family as well. Who knows? Maybe that maybe these assholes will grow on her more.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll have a well, I don't think it's a wolf and cub. Well, actually not I guess it could be a wolf. And, it's a wolf and cub situation. I'm deeming it that. Um until we see what happens later on. Um but yeah. So go ahead and roll that. We're gonna do like maybe six this time um over here. Okay. And D twelve land. Five. Five. So this is kind of one that we've already discussed as well, like because, you know, we're people who talk about a lot of things, but what is your character's backstory and how did they become who they are today?
0: My backstory? Oh, it's so great. <laughs> she was born into a loving family, she went to school, she died. <laughs> And an explosion at the library, studying for her ACT, SAT score, whatever's at exams, and that was it.
1: <laughs> I think I called it
0: age. I think it was like. I think we decided seventeen or sixteen or something like that.
1: No, no, like the abbreviation for the exam. I think it was like. Did we, uh, Arcana Gifted Exam? and i kind of thought of them to be like the star exam where like they have to take it at least once or twice like you're already saying to like see if that magic is there but um but you said that she was born into a loving family um
0: they're kind of very protective of her so Mm. she because she's the only she's the she's the youngest child and she's she's a girl so like she like, escorted right? to and from school and whatnot and She doesn't go out a lot. She lived in the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: A very cherished member of the family. Um <laughs> so yeah, you have two other siblings, one of which is Belanie, the other one is Moses, um and whatnot. Now from what it sounds like you're very by the books your your character is i guess or you are hmm i wouldn't say by the books i guess is the right way of saying it i think that you and your family and relatives have a very close uh interaction so i guess this is an aside from my question this might not count to one of the roll call questions but would you tell your parents about this recent thing that happened? Or would you expect Bellany to do the same? Like, tell, like, hey, I saw Mateus. Hurrah. She's with a group of people that I left her with.
0: Um, My mom would probably scold the hell out of Bellany. She would get very angry, I think, at him for leaving me alone with these strangers. But I think Bellany would know better. I think Bellany would be like, I couldn't really do anything about it. Mostly because we're afraid of our mothers to some extent. And he knows that these are extenuating circumstances. I definitely would not tell my mother that, like. Mm, I don't really know how she would word it, to be honest. Uh, If when she meets her mother, if she meets her mother. She just knows she'd be in for um scolding of a lifetime. Mm. Cause she would have Bellanie's phone and she'd be like, You met Bellanie, didn't you? Yeah.
1: Yeah, um, what, are you, uh, what are you
0: doing? I've noticed. <laughs> Where did you that. go? I've Why noticed- didn't she come back from the library? <laughs> like you were supposed to at nine o'clock. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've noticed that um Bellamy hasn't really brought up your parents anytime soon and so in a way i guess this is a way for him to avoid that conversation Um, but i'm certain that sooner or later either you're going to hear from your parents or something will happen kind of put you in a position where things are going to be told no matter what
0: yeah i think at one point we mentioned my mom right Something about yeah. them being in a group further away.
1: So what you're referring to is the first episode. Yeah. So in the first episode, she was in a city not too far from where you were from. Not Iram, but I think it was, I was about to say Iliad. That's the Odyssey. So that's definitely not it. Um, But I think it either started with an A or an I. Or it might have been... I think no. it was
0: Ishtal. It says, Ishtal. It, I wrote in the second session, Ishtar got bombed. Mom is still alive currently.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then I wrote something ominous. I wrote, if I leave, Felony dies. And this is why I have a cell phone with me so I can call him to make sure that he's alive.
1: True. That was my finagling (laughs) in a way for you to stay with the group. Um, Because y'all immediately wanted to split up.
0: (laughs) Yes, we did. (laughs) I did not want to go with these assholes who I don't know. But here we are. Yeah. We are going to save this world. We're going to get some books, and we're going to save this world. When well, you describe it like and that. It doesn't
1: sound that impactful. We're going to get some books and save the world.
0: I know these but. books have meaning. I don't remember what the meaning is. It's That's the- always
1: a good sign, too. uh. <laughs>
0: I am very okay. much my character. She doesn't know really what the, what the real impact is of finding these books. That's why I kind of
1: feel like this is definitely Wolfen Cup because I think <laughs> everyone is kind of just like,
0: "Oh, we gotta protect the little girl."
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> um, she's rambling in our group. We don't know why she's just there.
0: And I mean, besides the glo- the gore and the blood that she's witnessed in battle, I think the second most scarring thing that has happened is Bellamy. Ellen's cell
1: phone mm. oh yeah 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 that <laughs> that fun thing we had to act out, um, I forgot about that whole thing until we uh posted it, and then I was like, oh my gosh, my mom likes to sometimes listen, so she's definitely gonna hear this, uh, that's weird, <laughs>
0: go great,
1: but yeah, no, that was a fun that was a fun little role playing uh Part, um. But yeah, let's keep that rolling going, shall we? So, yeah. give me two more, twelve rolls. I think that's right.
0: Okay, we're on our second question. I think if,
1: that's, if Oh, okay. It. Then give me four more. Okay,
0: that's a four. So rolled
1: four. A 10, I rolled a five. Now I rolled the four. Okay. So what is your what? I've noticed now that um, I've gone back to guessing the word in front of me whenever I read, which is like, in my head, I don't do that at all. In my head, I'm just like, like, I read it normally. Whenever (laughs) I speak it and read, like, I'm, I don't know why. I think my eyes want to jump to the next word. So then it's like, yeah, you're right. Don't worry about it. But whenever I do that, it just becomes a problem. Um, But the question is, what is one thing your character can't
0: live without? As Matthias, she would definitely say that it's going to be just like repetitive family. But in my mind, like as Meta Matthias, because I, um, I feel like if someone died, it would be she would have to go through a period of mourning. But I think she would she would be fine. What, what could she not live without, though? Um... Like, if something were to truly break her, it would be... It, n- not just her family, but, like, if she didn't have anyone, like, with understanding and love for her. So this obviously includes her family, but, um... Uh you know, people get over heartbreak and stuff, and people split from their families and find their real families of their own. Um, Yeah, she'd need at least one person. At least one person. Yeah.
1: This is, this is, oh my god, this is sadder and more profound than I was thinking of. <laughs> and like, as you were talking sad music started to play in my head and i was like why like what are you doing stop it i'm like no
0: sometimes it's hard real playing out like your thoughts <laughs> hello y'all i'm making a promotion for sake this is the hannah flavored brand That, that mm, excuse me the hannah brand J-N-A, It's very good. There's like three flavors that I know of so far. I'm currently drinking Fuji Apple. It's sweet. And you can hardly taste the alcohol. So be careful about drinking too much. Drinking too much is bad. Alcohol poisoning is bad, people. What? <laughs> Hello.
1: <laughs> Are you just talking to yourself this entire time?
0: No, I'm promoting um, Hanasaki. It is very good that it comes in three flavors. I just okay. kind of had to do that. I think it would, I think it's funny. Okay, interesting. Yeah. You can hear about it later.
1: Yeah, I probably will. <laughs> uh, okay, so that was my third question. Roll your fourth roll.
0: Okay. Three.
1: Three. What does your character fear the most? Or hate the most? I'm gonna
0: go lighthearted with this. She hates slimy sensations. Hmm. This to be the lighthearted version of fear, because um, I think everyone fears death and like the dying of their loved ones. So she hates like algae, like between her toes, or like just slime in general. It's very creepy. <laughs> okay. It's a very creepy sensation to have. I just, mm, she'll poke at things like Jello and whatnot, like the goo that Sochi was wrapped up in that she really should not touch. But like algae is like something different. It's like a different kind of slime. I don't like that. Mm. She doesn't like that. Okay,
1: interesting. And then give me one last roll for this last question. Eleven. Who does your character get along with the most, you think?
0: Mm, out of the group? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I haven't talked with Priyanka about this. Mm-hmm. But I would think it would probably be Bo.
1: Why is
0: that? because I think she would see him as sort of a mentor because he uses magic the most.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like studying what, how he does magic and see if she can just imitate it and see if that works out. It's uh, not being very successful, obviously. Because most of my roles are shit. <laughs> um, but I think out of everything, especially because he knows more about our, our, our goal, our task on saving the world. She sees him as sort of like a mentor and like a le- the leader of the group in my mind, in mm-hmm. her mind.
1: Okay. No other
0: people? Well, you said the closest. I think she really likes Sochi. I think he thinks she thinks that he's pretty in a sort yeah. of like, model kind of way i don't even know i don't even know how jose would describe his character so i'm not actually sure if that's true or not um but since he's a half elf i'm assuming that he you know has that elf like beauty going for him Mm. cool um i think for it would probably be easier to say that the person she gets along with the least is bojan
1: bojan bojan
0: yeah bojan
1: why is a that? resident
0: thief rogue because he's a thief and a rogue and uh, tends to make fun of light-hearted um, heavy-hearted topics like death mm. and uh, steals a lot which I think goes against her morals. like I said she's a kind person and she doesn't she doesn't like hate him for it or anything but like... She doesn't quite know how to react to it. Because obviously Bojan grew up in like a different setting, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, She just doesn't know how to react to it very well. What he does. Okay. Okay. Uh, Do you have
1: your d20? Yeah, there you go. 18. 18, you're rolling high. I hope you save those rolls for when we actually
0: do our uh, campaign. It is all where my magic is going down the drain for. Mm-hmm. for the questions. It's not for actually any actual combat. Right. I think it's been like four sessions since I've been able to actually use magic successfully.
1: Mm-hmm. So this question is, you said 18, correct? Yeah. What are some of your characters' pet peeves and how do they react when uh, they encounter them?
0: I think she doesn't like having her hair down. I think she hates it when it's in the, in the way of her face. That's why she keeps it in, in, a, in a braided style, kind of, to keep mm. it back. And for this reason alone, she wouldn't want short hair because her hair is kind of thick and fluffy. What's an interesting... Um... Pet peeve? Having her yeah. hair in the way of her face? Yeah. But I wouldn't
1: know. I don't have my hair in my face on a regular (laughs) basis. So not really my thing. Uh, But yeah, go ahead and do another roll. 13. So how does your character balance their personal goals and motivations uh, with the needs of the party? Are they selfish or selfless? And I feel like we've talked about that a little bit.
0: We have talked Uh, about it a little bit, yeah. Or maybe a lot. (laughs) (laughs) She wants to be selfish but her good morals I guess and a a little bit of like completing this like saving the world would help her family in the end it's like a win-win kind of situation save the world and save your family if you're quick enough at least
1: hmm. Okay so save the world and her family kind of same thing kind of a little different But what about the motivations and goals of the party members, though? Because not everyone's is save the world, save their family. Yeah. Two of them
0: are save their family. Save their family, save the village, um, recreate the people. Uh, I think she's willing to help. Like, she wouldn't try, unless it, like, if something greatly immoral had to happen to, like, accomplish that goal of of the other people's goals mm-hmm. um she would be willing to help for sure hmm. interesting
1: something that i have to think about well while i'm thinking about that give me another role. okay 20
0: oh a 20. the first one of the campaign
1: for me. <laughs> so that's nice, but also we've already talked about it. The question is, what is your character's most cherished possession and why is it important to them? But I feel like unless it's something different, uh, I believe you said your grandmother's earrings, right? Yeah, it's
0: it's the earrings. She loved her grandmother's
1: earrings. Hmm.
0: She was a cool grandma.
1: Okay, cool. Then I guess I'll just pick another one out for you. Does your character have any uh, dark impulses or tendencies that could lead them down a dangerous path? How do they resist those urges, if any? Dark? Mm -hmm.
0: I don't know if she has a dark thought in her body. Like, she doesn't want to hurt people. In battle, she's thinking more of, like, to save her friends. I think the way she could spiral, if anything is to become empathetic to the enemy. That could put her in a very dangerous spot, I think. Because then she wouldn't want to kill it, and it is definitely trying to kill her and her friends. Like, even in the last battle, she could see that obviously the aberration was trying to hurt everybody. But when she heard that, um, in my mind at least, because it wasn't voiced at all in... In my mind, when when she heard that there was a possible loved one or like, you know, like everyone had died in Sochi's village and the aberration was like haunting basically Sochi or something like that, something like that. And she thought, oh, this guy clearly has a loved one. They want to protect them and bring. And I was like, "Bring them back to life, maybe. Stop fighting. <laughs> we can help each other, mm. you know." But then everyone else kept on attacking, and then it disappeared. <laughs> we almost, we almost killed the world. Yeah, with a black uh, hole, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> the creation.
1: So, really, empathizing with the enemy is what you have to worry about.
0: Yeah. Well, I as a as. Yeah. It would probably it would cause some sort of problem. More than likely she'd probably either freeze or like just not act out as she should. She should be attacking and not empathizing.
1: Yeah. So is this like true to you or your character or, or I don't and know your I character?
0: haven't had to have any actual real life battles. I would like to think I would defend myself. <laughs> No matter who is attacking. But I wouldn't want to, like, you know, kill people.
1: Okay, so that was, I think, our third one. So give me another roll. Mm
0: -hmm. 19.
1: What is your character's stance on authority? Do they respect it, challenge it, or ignore it altogether?
0: Authority is important, man. They uphold the law. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: What if the law is, like, not in your interest,
0: though? That is a great point. We will reach that when we get there. Yeah, Conflict, might be of interest, soon. <laughs> Conflict of interest, man. Conflict of interest. This is why she don't like Bojan very much, you know. He breaks I laws mean... a lot. Hmm? He breaks laws a lot, but he's a part of this group, which is going to save the world. So, like,
1: eh? Aren't laws and rules meant to be broken, though?
0: Bruh, she don't know that. She's a child.
1: Aren't laws the way they keep people down sometimes?
0: It's true. In real life, it's very true. Exactly. But my dads don't know that yet.
1: <laughs> true.
0: Just um, watch until we get to the parts where where people hate magic. Yeah. That's that. that might
1: be sooner than you think. I know, right? <laughs> that might be like this next session, it might not be. I don't know. I truly like want to tell you, but like honestly, with y'all, like it's such a chaotic group that I don't know. Um, <laughs> things that I have planned to happen in sessions, we sometimes don't get to, mm. or they get rechanged into something or reskinned into something else that happens later down the line. So
0: hell yeah, that's I really day. wish
1: I could tell you, but so roll again.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Twelve. So we've talked about this one a little bit more, but there actually is a good question in here that I like, so I'm just going to ask it anyway. How does your character view death and morality? Um, Are they afraid of dying, or do they see it as a natural part of life?
0: Hmm. I think she, in her mind, especially because she's died already, once She's on the side of life, like yeah. she would rather people live. I think she's comforted a little bit by the fact that like it's not just like pitch black once you once you croak. But I think because she thinks that you know everything that you hold sentiment to is in the living world, so I think she would rather have everyone live. Um, and I think she is a little bit influenced by the way her family practices religion, which is like, you don't hurt anybody. You don't mm. if if possible try not to even like step on insects if possible. Mm. Which <laughs> She's going to get a talking to if her mother ever finds out she hits someone with the crowbar. I uh, say,
1: as out. I recall, you've Came close to murdering a couple of people already. Yeah, and killed <laughs> one living thing as is. Um,
0: I think so, she's never really been big on religion, even though her family is very religious. Hmm. Mm. She can't really tell her folks that, though. You know. I'm I'm seeing more of a fear of your parents than love of your parents. I don't know if that's a thing it's- that. It's a mixture of both. I think she loves her parents very much because they've they've raised her, we've been a tight-knit family. Mm -hmm. Um, But she has very strict parents. Mm. So it's kind of like, she's kind of a timid person in reality. Um, So it's not, she doesn't have like the strongest voice. To go up against like a stronger, um, more confident adult kind of deal yet. She hasn't really gained that confidence to be able to mm-hmm. argue her own opinions in her family. Um where were we going with this? I forgot.
1: Oh, I was just asking you about morality within or in regards to like death and life and what your character's already been through, really. Yeah.
0: And then we talked about my family, and then I kind of forgot where we were going. Okay. Your
1: character's uh, character a family-based character. There's nothing it wrong is with very that. a family-based character. Yeah, there's there's nothing wrong with that. And I see that we're out of hours, so I also think we're going to have a closing question now.
0: Okay.
1: And I guess that one I can pick, um, or we can have you do a role, either or.
0: Mm, you it's pick. What?
1: You. Yeah. you pick. I pick? Yeah. Okay. Does your character have any prejudices or biases? Um, how does that affect their interactions with other races or classes?
0: Hmm. I think we talked about this a little bit before. Um, not in this session. Um, mm-hmm. Cause we talked once about the feelings of my family on other races slash magic affinities and what they liked I don't think that Matthias herself cares like whether who you are or like what you look like I don't think she's cared so much about it mostly though I don't think she's had like a lot of exposure but she's grown up around people who do have opinions. So like, her father not so much. because Her father is also sort of like, has, has a more timid personality. It's her mother who has a stronger opinion. Uh, holds up the pants in the household, I guess. Because um, the way I explained it to you is the way I've seen other people act in real life, I guess. Which is kind of a shame. People are shit sometimes.
1: Art imitates life. What can you say?
0: (sighs) To word this in a way where it's going to offend people anyway. Anyway, there's people out there who will act nice in front of everybody, no matter who it is. But then they'll go behind people's back, like two-faced kind of people, Mm -hmm. and just say say things. Yeah, no, I get you. Yeah.
1: Yeah, typical gossip girl sort of scenarios Gossip Girl in kind of the worst way man. I, don't
0: know <laughs>
1: kind of... I was supposed to say do you not know what Gossip Girl is? Um, no. am I too old? Um, not really <laughs> but I okay, can find cool. in part it yeah huh. well hmm. other than that I guess my last question completely is is there anything that you look forward to in the campaign thinking that you want to see ahead you
0: know. I kinda of really do wanna reach the part where we go to the land with people who are very judgy on magic. I wanna see how I don't really know how I'm gonna play out my dash if she meets someone who's very mean about magic. But we're gonna find out. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited for that. I'm also excited for when Social Plants the seed of life. I think nice. Matthias is very curious on how that actually works. He said Beehive, but then he also said that they don't have like partners.
1: Yeah, I think there's a kind of
0: favorite in the beehive at least. I don't know.
1: Thanks, Mateus, for being here. Appreciate it. Uh love the conversation. Uh that was lovely. I hope you had a good time as well. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah, great, 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 great. And uh, I guess we'll be seeing you in the next session then, huh?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Unless your character dies in between now and whenever this gets posted. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to hear more of these, once again, please, please, please give us your feedback. Tell us what you liked, tell us what you didn't like. Um, and once again, if you want to join the community, join our Discord, follow us on TikTok, follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram. We have the social medias, and we need the five-star reviews, so give us five stars. Give us that feedback as soon as possible. And thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye.